Welcome to the Mrs. Rev podcast, where we equip and empower you to fulfill God's call with joy and with purpose. Get out your Bible and open up the notes app on your phone as we jump into God's word with your host, Pastor Joey Miller. Welcome to the Mrs. Rev podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I'm Pastor Joey Miller from Champion Christian Center, and we are going to dive into God's word together. Today's episode is called Check Yourself Before You Wreck Yourself. We're going to be talking about the word self-awareness and doing a little bit of a fruit check on our lives. So grab your notebook and pen, and we are going to get into God's word together. Before we do, though, make sure that you are checking out all things Champion Center at championcenter.com. Upcoming events, we have Chick Church Monthly, so don't miss out on that. It's a great time to come together in worship and the word. And also, our Devonair Night is coming up in November, so stay tuned and be on the lookout uh, for what that looks like. We have a special guest, Terry. Seville Foy will be joining us this November for our Devonair Night. Well, we're going to jump in to the topic of self-awareness today. You know, self-awareness is such a, a great asset to have as a person, whether you're leading a ministry, whether you're in business, whether you're just a friend, a mom, a sister, uh, whatever that looks like, to be self-aware is a great asset to have. And you know, what, what it does is it helps you to check yourself uh, before, you know, you realize that, wow, things are kind of off in my life. Like, uh, why do I not have any friends? Why are the people around me uh, maybe uh, thinking certain things about me that, that really I don't want to be portrayed as, as? So, you know, it's always good to take a good hard look at yourself. And one of the ways that we can take a look at what we're producing from our lives is by the fruit that's around us. You've probably all heard the saying, you can't fake fruit. Like an apple tree can't fake that it's producing oranges. You know, you can't fake the fruit that's going on uh, coming from your life. And it's good to say, okay, well, what's going on right now in my life? Uh, If my fruit doesn't look exactly how I want it to be, if it's not healthy fruit, is God cleaning things out of my life? Or do I need to ch- change things in my life? Or there things that I need to change in me? And what I mean by that is, you know, if you see a tree and the tree's producing bad fruit, so maybe there's something wrong with the fruit. You go to an apple farm or pick apples. We like to do that in the fall with our kids. Some of the trees, you know, they're producing fruit, but the fruit is not good. It's mushy. It's not like whole, like ripe, good fruit. And so, you know, the problem's either internal, there's something wrong with the tree, or there's something external, like bugs or something that's an issue from the outside. And that's the way it is with our life. If there's something in your life uh, or a relationship or, or a situation in your life that you're dealing with that, that maybe you're not happy with. Maybe you're like, I don't want people to think that about me. Not that we're people pleasers. I have a whole podcast on not being a people pleaser. But, you know, anytime I receive criticism in any area, anytime I'm see, I see fruit in my life, whether it's an attitude or, or something in my children, I always assess it and I always look back at myself. And any good leader will do that. Any good leader will look back at themselves and say, what is going on in this situation? Is it something that, you know, God is trying to change in my life? You know, is, is it a season that God is separating me from these people, from this relationship? Is God wanting to work something in this situation? Or is it something within me that needs to change? Is it something within me that I need to adjust? And, you know, 99% of 
your motives are good. Sometimes it's just that little blurb of misrepresentation or miscommunication or lack of self-awareness that really can, can cause a little bit of an issue for you if you're not careful. So, you know, we want to be self-aware. We want to be perceptive and objective about ourselves. So, you know, just to give you an example, I'm in ministry, obviously, in women's ministry. The majority of my ministry is to women. And so I started to hear, you know, just a couple things coming up within our church. And I thought, wow, like, I don't want people to perceive the ministry that I'm doing like it's only for a certain group of people or uh, to have an exclusive uh, feeling about it. Like, I, I, I am in ministry because I love women and I want to serve women. And, and even though this comment and the comments that I heard hurt me, you know, your, your first reaction is to be defensive and say, what's wrong with that person? Or I can't believe that person would think that. Or, you know, you, we just want to blame someone else or think that other thing is broken. But a good leader, not in a self-condemning way, takes a step back and saying, okay, what is it? Is there something that I'm doing to portray or produce this fruit in my ministry? And so, you know, it's good to take a look at that and say, well, maybe I need to be a little more compassionate when I preach. Maybe I need to tell more stories so people think that I'm more relatable. And once again, that's not being a people pleaser. It's not being hard on myself. But what did I do? I took a deep look at the fruit that was produced around me. If the fruit of my ministry is women feeling bad about themselves, then that's not the fruit that I want to produce. So what do I have to do? I have to adjust, adjust just a, just a couple things to produce good fruit. And that's how it is in every area of our life. We have to be wise enough to step back sometimes and say, what am I producing? What am I producing in my children? You know, uh, we teach what we know, but we reproduce who we are. And that's a great leadership principle that you teach what you know, but you reproduce who you are. So your fruit is going to be caught from who you are. So it's important to take these self-inventory analyses to say, you know what, Uh, is there something in me that needs adjusted before I get too far off course, before I look around and I'm like, man, I didn't want... Uh, This wasn't the vision. This wasn't the goal uh, for what I was going to produce from my life. And so, you know, it's good to take an attitude check. It's good to take a heart check. It's good to take a wholeness check and to say, you know what, what is going on with me? Because as leaders, we can almost go on autopilot. As mothers, as wives, we can go on autopilot. And just say, you know, everything's fine and, and not realize that all of a sudden, wow, like something has taken root in me that it's going to produce bad fruit, that something may be an offense or um, an attitude or uh, just, just uh, you know, maybe even just an issue from, from before you were even saved that tries to come up again in your life. And, and we just become professional Christians or professional leaders, and we don't go back to look at the heart and the core and the health of, of really what uh, we are producing. And, you know, I love the Bible talks about Above all else, guard your heart, for out of it flow the issues of life. In Proverbs 4.23, above all else, guard your heart, for out of it flows the issues of life. You know, issues leak. Issues leak. If you have issues, if you have a heart issue, if you have an attitude issue, uh, you know, you have to be careful to steward those things because they're going to leak out 
into the people who are around you, you're going to reproduce that, especially if you're a leader, but not only a leader of a ministry or a, a job, but a, a leader as a mother. Um, you know, it's going to leak out into your friendships. Whatever issue you have is going to project onto others. And so all of a sudden, you know, maybe you have a teenager and you're like, man, you know, I don't like this attitude. I don't like the fruit that's being produced here. You know, and you don't realize, wait a second, like my issue's been leaking from my mouth. They've heard me complain about this. They've heard me belittle maybe your spouse or their father. They've heard me belittle their teacher. They've heard me talk badly about a friend. They've heard so so what you're doing is you're reproducing that fruit around you. And and so we always want to be women who are operating from that place of stewardship of our hearts, keeping our hearts healthy, stewarding, uh, if you would liken it to a tree, the core of who we are uh, that is going to, to remain healthy so that we continue to produce good fruit. Issues leak out of us. They leak out of our mouths. You know, Luke six forty five talks about out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. You know, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So, Whatever your issue is, if you are holding on to that thing, if it's in your heart, if there's an area that isn't whole, if there's an area that you're not self-aware about, then it's going to leak out of your mouth. You know, maybe you think that you're the nicest person in the world and, and that you never, you know, would do anything to hurt anyone else. And then all of a sudden, like, you realize, wait a second, uh, you know, my words have maybe been hurting somebody else. You know, it's, it's continuing to, to analyze and, and look at our hearts, to steward our hearts, to steward our words in a good way. You know, the Bible in the book of James talks about our tongue directing the course of our lives. And, you know, as your issues maybe leak out to those around you, maybe it's a, a word that you speak. Maybe it's an attitude. Maybe it's a rolling of your eyes. Maybe... You know, whatever that is, is leaking out of you. It's it's directing the course of your life. And here's the thing. Even if, if you're on a if you're on a boat or a ship and you're going in one path, if you get off just the slightest bit, it's gonna take you in a whole different direction. Think about that. If you're driving down the highway and, and you're going north and, and you get off of the wrong exit, you might still be going north, but you might end up going northwest and you're trying to go northeast. And so even the slightest little diversions not checking our hearts, not being self-aware, not uh, doing uh, analysis to say, what is my attitude health? You know, what how, am I holding on to anything in my life? Am I holding on to bitterness? And, and is my attitude wrong here? You know, if you always think that you're right and everyone else is wrong, you need to have some self-awareness. You need to go back and, and go before the Lord and say, Lord, what is it in my area? What areas of my life do I need to change? And what I love about Holy Spirit is, you know, he, he's a safe place to do self-awareness. Uh, he's a safe place to, to, do, to have your attitude checked, so to say. You know, he's not going to come in with condemnation and tell you what a horrible person you are. The Bible talks about that he's a great teacher. He teaches us. He leads us into all truth. And so he's going to lead you. He's going to teach you. He's going to, if you're humble enough and you have enough humility and you take the time to go before the Lord and say, Lord, show me the areas. You know, if I'm wrong in this situation, show me. If there's ever an area of strife in my life, even if I feel like I was the one that was wronged, I'll go before the Lord and say, Lord, if there's anything in me 
that caused this. If there's anything in me that I need to change, even in relationships with my children, you know, those are relationships that are growing and, and it, it and it's good to cultivate that relationship in a way that you're saying, you know, at some point my kids just don't have to listen to me because I'm their parent, that, that we have this relationship where I can leverage uh, my influence in their life and treating them respectably as another human being. What do I mean by that? I mean, you know, I, I have to honor my children. My children have to honor me and obey me, the Bible says, but I honor them back. And I say, Lord, help me to to treat them properly. If there was an attitude that I was holding towards them that's causing this reaction, like show me. I'm not too far gone to have humility and to go before them and, and say that I was uh, off or you know I made a mistake. And, and so we need to continue to do these checks in our lives. We need to make sure that we're not living our lives that's producing fruit that we don't want to have around us, that, that we're not getting off course, you know. Being self-aware helps you keep things on a straight and narrow path. That if there is something that's uh, maybe gotten into my heart that that is impure, if there is something that is going to produce a, a root that that's not good that needs uprooted, if there's uh, maybe a time that that I've let an attitude fester and it's be, it's turned into maybe bitterness or anger, you know, I want to address that quickly quickly with the Holy Spirit because the longer that it manifest the more it grows and then all of a sudden you know you can't fake that fruit it starts the issue leaks and you start to produce things in your life that you don't really necessarily want to produce so it's a good thing to do to go before the lord and say lord you know search my heart as the psalmist said if there's anything impure search my heart and i don't want anything to stand between me and you lord and i want to be the best person that i could be to the people around me i want to be the best leader i want to be the best pastor I want to be the best mother, the best wife, the best friend, the best sister, the best daughter. Show me. Show me. And, and make me self-aware with you, Holy Spirit. And, and continue to do that heart check. Continue to check the fruit around you. If there's something around you that you don't like, go back and check the root of the fruit. So some different ways that you can do this is you can make a list. And, you know, so many times we're so busy that we never stop to just, you know, go before the Lord and think and and just uh, be quiet before him. But, you know, everything that you do, do it unto the Lord. Acknowledge him in all your ways, the Bible says, and he'll direct your path. So acknowledge him, even in those moments that you're like, Lord, you know, maybe maybe you're in a friendship and you feel like people just don't like you. What are you projecting? What are you projecting? Go to the Lord and say, Lord, I feel like people don't like me right now. I, I'm feeling like I'm dealing with rejection. Show me, you know, different ways that maybe I'm being perceived that I don't want to be perceived so that I can change that. And, and you know, when you do that, you're living with your eyes wide open and you're saying, God, I'm going to be able to, to change uh the areas that that would benefit and profit me. Now, I'm not saying you change your personality or you you adapt just to fit in. But what I am saying is sometimes we're rough around the edges and we don't realize it. So we go before the Lord and say, help me, show me, teach me to prosper in my relationships and the people uh, around me that they like me and that uh, maybe if maybe if I've offended them, show me or maybe I'm holding an offense and I'm projecting that on them. You know, a lot of times we project things that we feel or see on other people and they don't even feel that uh, they don't see things that way so so it's a good time to keep your heart pure that way you're not projecting any junk and you're living your life in a way to say lord everything's right before you teach me to prosper so sit down before the lord make a list make a list of your strengths celebrate yourself celebrate the things that that you know are your strengths and then 
Make a list of your opportunities for growth. Not your weaknesses, your opportunities for growth. Maybe different areas that you can work in. Maybe you'll say today, wow, you know what? Yeah, I could probably be more empathetic to those around me. I could probably be more compassionate. I could probably be more loving. You know, I'm not I'm not a touchy-feely person. Um, and, you know, so sometimes my kids will be like, Mom, will you, you know, uh, will you be a little more affectionate? And I know that sounds silly because I just I don't on them. They're my world. But I have to train myself to be like, wow, like they, re- they receive love through affection. So I'm going to be self-aware enough instead of saying, you're silly. You know, I love you. If, if you can't receive love, then I don't know what to tell you. You know, you're ungrateful for not receiving my love. No, I'm going to say, okay, I need to be self-aware in this area that that speaks love to them. So I'm going to go the extra mile uh, to be more affectionate to them so that they feel my love. And so, you know, that's just a silly little example, but we all have opportunities of growth that we can grow and express our, uh, just our feelings in an authentic way to the people around us. You know, it's important that you that you practice self-integrity with yourself that that whenever you're making these changes and and, and that you that you stay true to who you who you know you are to be at the core. And sometimes what happens is, you know, this this thing would get into our heart or this this seed might try to come and and, uh, cause a a root in us that's not of God and all of a sudden we start acting different than who we know that we are what do I mean by that I mean you know if, if there's a root or a seed of bitterness in you you might respond in a way that isn't authentic to the person that you are especially your new nature in Christ and when you do that you break integrity with yourself. And then what happens is you start to feel bad about yourself. You start to feel uh, like, oh man, I let myself down. I was wrong here. But whenever you practice self-integrity, it's this. It's the ability to say, I might have that feeling, but it's not going to change the way I respond. I'm going to take it to the Lord. I'm going to get it out. And I'm going to continue operating from a place of integrity of who I know I am in Christ. I'm not going to give way to that thing. I'm not going to let it produce bad fruit in my life because if we let it bad fruit will start to define you it'll start to make you feel bad about yourself that you know that i'm i'm not worthy i'm not good and and all these things and condemnation will come into your life and all of a sudden maybe you'll isolate and think just no one likes me no one understands me but whenever you get before the lord and you start to practice self-integrity you know being who you know you are to be to the core of who you are and liking that person there is good fruit that actually starts to spring forth from that place so that's why you can make a list and say these are my strengths and these are my opportunities for growth and still practice self-integrity of knowing who you are addressing your your areas of growth the areas that you say you know what sometimes i respond in a way that i need to change and, and And that helps you to have confidence, to love who you are, and to really be happy uh, when when you look in the mirror. Be happy uh, with the person that other people see you as. Another thing that you can do is uh, you can. There's actually a list I have for you that that will help you uh, to to help be more self aware. So what you could do is you could look at yourself objectively. Now what I like to do is I like to say, okay, if I were another person looking at me, how would I? perceive me and what I mean by that is it's easy for us to be in our own skin in our own body see I know my intention I know my thoughts but sometimes uh, it comes out different than I mean for it to 
So I'll say, I'm going to look at myself objectively. Uh, when I said that, when I was joking, I knew I was joking, but did everyone else know that I was actually joking? And, and so try to take an objective look, step back, look at yourself. Another thing is keep a journal. Write down in your journal, uh, good, you know, it's good for self-awareness. Write down your feelings and your thoughts and your prayers and, and all of it. Pour it out before the Lord. Keep a journal. Write down your goals, plans, and your vision for your life. It'll keep you on track. It'll, it'll be a good basis to go back and say, okay, my life's going this direction. This is what my goal was. How can I be self-aware to get myself back in line if that's not where I'm heading? Another thing would be this uh, daily self-reflection. Now, I'm not talking about self-reflection where you're mopey and what was me and y all you do is think about yourself because that's dangerous too when you just think about yourself all the time. But self-reflection, you know, so how am I doing today? I say like going over my the, the condition of my heart with Holy Spirit. Lord, is there anything in me? Like the psalmist would say, doing a, a couple minutes in your prayer time of self-reflection, maybe during time of worship uh, before the Lord. Pray, pray, take it to the Lord. Uh, you know, speak out any uh, concerns that you have for your life. Declare good things over your life. Take a personality test. This is a good one. You know, there's all sorts of different ones out there. Anagrams, all sorts of things. You know, don't let that thing define you. What I did was I took a personality test and then I was like, wow, this will tell me my strengths and my growth areas. But but it doesn't put me in a box. You know, there's still areas that the Holy Spirit's working in me. But what that personality test does is it helps you to understand yourself better. And it also makes you aware that there's other personalities out there than just yours. And each one of those personalities sees things from a different perspective as well. Ask a trusted friend to describe you, a trusted friend. Don't just ask anybody because, you know, you don't want just anyone's opinion, but a trusted friend to describe you. Another thing is ask a coworker to describe you because, you know, there's a different uh, relationship that you have with friends than you do with coworkers. Maybe ask a spouse to describe you. Uh, anyone that, that is close to you, uh, have them describe you in different realms of where you're operating from. Maybe you want a friend or maybe you want your spouse when you're at home. Hey, describe me. How would you describe my interaction with the kids? And what that does is it allows me to say, okay, this is how I feel I'm interacting. But, but this is how someone else sees me interacting. And where, where do those two things meet in the middle? And, and what kind of fruit is that producing in my family? So those are just some real quick tips on self-awareness. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. It's a huge, huge, huge benefit. Now, you have to do it with the Holy Spirit. Don't get in condemnation. Celebrate your strengths because I know you have a ton of strengths and tweak the areas that need uh, a little bit of growth. Guard your heart above all things. Don't let anything get in your heart that's going to contaminate your fruit. Take a look at the fruit around you. What are you producing? Is it what you what you want to produce from your life? Is it in alignment with the goals that you have? Is it in alignment with your heart and your passions? What are you producing? And then, you know, just walk in God's best for your life. God has great things ahead for you. And, and I am so excited to see how God's plan continues to unfold for you in 2020. This is a, a year that we're going to end stronger than we started. And God is going to be prevalent on the other end of 2020. So we love you so much. Until next time on the Mrs. Rev Podcast. Thanks again for joining us for the Mrs. Rev Podcast. If you could help us out, do us a favor and subscribe, but also leave a rating and a review. 
If you have any comments or questions, we'd love to hear from you. So after you subscribe, request to join our closed Facebook group and feel free to leave any of your questions there. Have an amazing week and we'll see you next time for another episode of the Mrs. Rev Podcast.